Hey everybody and welcome back to the Fake College Football Podcast. This is episode one. No, of course we're not going to quit after just doing a trailer. That would be a horrible tease and really kind of waste all the effort that I put into this because it took a while to get set up both on ACAST and then feeding it into all of the podcast distribution platforms like Spotify and Apple. Google's out there too. I think there are a couple others. Also, I learned Stitcher actually got shut down at the end of August, so trying to put something on there was kind of a waste. But we are on Apple, we are on Spotify, so go look for the Fake College Football Podcast on your platform of choice. Go get it, give it a listen, you're already here probably, so that's great. Anyway, what are we going to talk about today? As you can probably tell, today's episode is not super long. It's longer than the trailer, which of course is going to be, but it's not super long because I'm just talking about the FBS playoffs round one games. Why? With Labor Day weekend, I wanted to get something out after the weekend before the start of NFL weekend, really before Sunday games. That's definitely going to happen with how the pacing is going. I also just did not realize how long it takes to edit a podcast again, so it's not super long. Hopefully it's okay. People will enjoy it. People won't enjoy it. That's all right. I talk about the four round one games for the FBS. Overall, it's a fine podcast. I think we'll see how it goes. We're going to talk about that. On the next episode, I may talk about whatever playoff games there are remaining for FBS. The semifinal games are supposed to start tomorrow. Today is Thursday, September 7th. So we'll see if I do anything, maybe recapping those before the national championship game. Between pacing of real life, pacing of kind of holidays and the work schedule, as well as kind of when games fell and wanting to get something out shortly after releasing the trailer, which would this will be a week. So that's kind of where we are with this. And again, editing just took longer than I thought it would, which that's fine. I'll get hopefully a little more proficient with that and get a little more comfortable again recording stuff. So that's great. Here are the four FBS round one games. I talk about each of them. And then at the end, I am going to answer a couple of questions that we got from the Google Doc submission form. So please use that. That's in the media channel on Discord. Otherwise, enjoy the podcast and I'll talk to you again at the end of this. Let's talk about the four round one games in the FBS playoffs for current season, season number eight. We've got Navy against North Texas, Ole Miss against UAB, Akron against Troy, and Georgia State against Duke. All four of these games have been played. Navy and Ole Miss both pulled out upsets, Navy winning by two points, Ole Miss winning by 28. Akron and Georgia State both lost. They were not able to upset Troy and Duke respectively. Troy won 37-30 over Akron, and Duke beat Georgia State by a score of 28-24. Looking at the score lines for each of these games, Ole Miss set a new FBS postseason round one record winning by a total of 28 points. The previous record was 25, set in Season 6, the original debut of Round 1, where we had an additional four teams added to the playoff. Virginia beat Auburn 55-30. So, not only did Ole Miss win by more points, the overall scoreline result for this game was significantly different, being that Ole Miss only scored 36 points, where previously Auburn scored 30, but still lost by 25. In this, UAB only scored 8 and lost by 28. 
So overall, probably not a great look for UAB in this game against Ole Miss. Overall, we had the three other games were decided by a total of 13 points. So this total margin of victory across the four games, 41 total points, that is the smallest total margin of victory for round one in the three seasons of this. So that's really looking just at three totals. So not a lot of information, but still a significant drop in total margin of victory. Now, North Texas did get a late eight points in this game to make the scoreline significantly closer. They scored, I believe, as time expired and converted a two-point conversion. So 49 points is still the smallest total. Previous was 60, so still 11 points less than either of the two previous seasons. So that's just under three points a game closer. So it's exciting to see much closer games overall. The Ole Miss beating UAB by 28 does kind of boost that up even more. So if that game had been a little bit closer, who knows, that may have been more exciting. But Troy and Duke both winning by a total of 11 points is pretty exciting. Navy, we could probably say that they won by 10. But still, 49 total points if we are excluding North Texas' last touchdown and two-point conversion. Much closer. Overall, I think these games were very exciting, and it's a good thing to see these round one games being so close. We'll see if that translates to both the quarterfinals and the semifinals that will probably start really soon. Before we move on to individual game discussions, let's briefly discuss the fact that through the 12 round one games, there have been no overtime games. Briefly before the playoffs started and the postseason started and the bowl game started getting kicked off, I had dropped something in our stats channel talking about how there's roughly an overtime game every 10 conference championship games. So it's usually one every other season. This kind of makes sense. You'd expect to have two more competitive teams playing and therefore play a closer game that may result in an overtime period or two. But so far, we've played 12 games, and none of these games have gone to overtime yet. These games probably are still closer than most conference championships games, but we have seen a couple of blowouts, i.e. evidenced by the 28-point win for Ole Miss. We've seen a 25-point win by Virginia over in Season 6, really the first iteration of what I'm calling Round 1, where we brought in teams 9, 10, 11, and 12 to the playoff. So it'll be interesting to see maybe next season, maybe even into Season 10, have any of these Round 1 games gone to overtime. So far, nothing has, but that may change going forward. Let's get into the games. So the order that we're going to do this in is by when they finished. So the Troy-Akron game finished first, Ole Miss-UAB was second, Duke-Georgia State, and then Navy-North Texas. That'll be the order that we discuss them in. So, Troy beats Akron 37-30. Overall, this is a fine game, I think. It went back and forth some. We had Akron tied up with just under five minutes to go. Troy scores a touchdown and forces a fumble to kneel out the win. Overall, interesting game. The first five drives of this game were kind of frenetic and at times kind of built up a higher expectation for what this game could be compared to what it really ended up being. So the first five drives were Troy takes the opening kickoff, drives down, scores a touchdown. Cool, we got points on the board right away. Always exciting. Akron drives a little bit down the field, gets into Troy's territory, and fumbles. 
Well, shucks. But turnover is kind of exciting too. That means there's a big difference. So there may be something brewing in how this game goes. Troy then proceeds to go three and out, gaining zero yards and punts. However, this muffed punt is recovered by Troy in big plus territory, really close to Akron's goal line. They punch it in for a touchdown. They're currently up 14 0. Troy kicks off, pins Akron at the 10. They've been relatively good on both kickoffs. I think they pinned him at the 20 and then the 10 for the two kickoffs after their touchdowns. Akron's first play is then a 10 yard loss and a safety. Troy is then up 16 0. Troy gets the ball back after the free kick. They have three plays. They lose yards on each of these plays. So it's now, I think, third and 20, third and 20 plus, or fourth and 20 plus. So not great. They're definitely going to punt. They punt. Akron returns the punt for a touchdown. So after turning the ball over and having a safety, Akron is staring down the barrel of a 16-0 deficit and hopes to get the ball back after freaking it to Troy. Three big defensive plays, and then they return a punt for a touchdown. The game is kind of flipped on its head, and we're looking at this like, oh, this could be crazy. Overall, Troy ends up scoring three more touchdowns to get to 37 points. Akron did have two touchdowns in a row because of a muffed kickoff by Troy after scoring. So it definitely got exciting at times, but those first five drives is like, oh my goodness, what are we looking at? Are we looking at like some sort of barn burner 58-51 kind of game? Are we looking at something getting close to 75 points where it's a back and forth Nobody can really play defense, especially in the second half. But the game calmed down a little bit. The first 23 points of 67 were scored early on in those first five drives. But stuff kind of slowed down after that, and that's okay. Akron comes back. They tie it with 446 to go and really kind of put the ball literally and figuratively in Troy's hands to see if they could come back and score. They do, and then... Akron gets the ball back. They don't last very long until they fumble, and that gives Troy the opportunity just to kneel out the game. Akron had used a couple of timeouts, so once Troy got the ball back with less than two minutes, it didn't really matter. They could kneel it out. Game was over. Troy moved on. Overall, though, 37-30, close game. The tying touchdown was scored with plenty of time left, so Troy probably was going to be able to get some sort of points. It still kept it pretty close. Overall, Definitely an enjoyable game. Good on Troy for getting the win for holding serve as the better seed, but they easily moved on. This was a good game though, so good on Troy and Akron for this. Let's move on to the second game of round one that finished. Ole Miss beating UAB 36-8. First of all, congratulations to Ole Miss and UAB. 36-8 is Scorigami for FBS. This score has not happened in the history of the football bowl subdivision of fake college football. It has happened in FCS, but this is the first time for FBS, so well done for them. Overall, UAB was shut out in the first half. This was kind of surprising given that UAB scored 380 points in 12 weeks. When looking just at a straight league average, this is 23% above the straight league average. That does include games that either ended early or had delays of game. So, not necessarily a complete average, but it's an interesting starting point. Overall, looking at the drive summary for this game, it did list 10 turnovers. So it's like home went for X amount of yards in Y amount of seconds. The drive ends in turnover. 
That happened 10 times in the drive summary listed on the game thread. That's a lot. That's so many. Turns out there were really actually just three real turnovers, fumbles, interceptions, muffed punts, etc. All the other ones were turnovers on down. So yes, the ball was turned over, but really was just both teams going for it a lot on fourth down, which I think I'm going to commend them for. There was some interesting punting choices later on, maybe. But a lot of the time, both coaches went for it, which is exciting. All three turnovers did belong to UAB. That's not great. One of them was an interception into the end zone. UAB was nine yards away from scoring. Score was currently 23-0. If they score, that's also right at the end of the half. It's suddenly 23-7, which is much more exciting. 23-0 at the half, still pretty close. That's three scores and a couple of two-point conversions. Very doable in this game. Very easy to get some points going. So did not feel like UAB was out of it at that time. Oddly, this game also had a safety in the first quarter. Very interesting to see half of the games in round one have a safety, but none of them go to overtime. Uh, This was only a five-yard loss compared to the 10-yard loss in the previous game. But again, deep kickoff, and then first play from scrimmage, five-yard loss, safety, turn the ball over. While it was 23-0 at the half, and definitely not over at halftime, it was 36-2 after three quarters. That's definitely a different story. And that's another safety, which is even crazier. Suddenly being down 34 points with seven minutes of game time to go, that's, I mean, technically that's four scores. No, it's not. That's five because 32 is four touchdowns with eight. So you need five scores in seven minutes. That's pretty hard to do even in our game. And looking at it, UAB led in total yards, total time of possession. They committed all the turnovers. That really drove why they lost that game. They had a turnover when they were really close to scoring and that closed out the half. That really just left them in a bit of a lurch and it was hard to bounce back from. Full props to Ole Miss for pulling off the upset, but oof, that was definitely not an easy game for UAB and hopefully they can bounce back next season. That wraps up the first two games of round one. Both of those games finished pretty quickly. Duke, Georgia State, the next one, finished pretty quickly as well. Really all of these did. They are listed pretty high on the scoreboard. Looking at Duke-Georgia State, this was the 8-9 matchup, so the hope is that it is probably the closest game, the most exciting game of round one. I think this probably was the most exciting game. It was 28-24. Both teams led at multiple points, including in the fourth quarter. Georgia State scored on the second drive of the game, and then Duke answered back with a touchdown of their own. Even though Georgia State was able to pull forward, Duke came back quickly, kept it tied. Overall, busy first half, 21-17. That's Six scoring drives, three touchdowns for one team, two touchdowns and a field goal for the other. Hugely busy, very interesting, keeps the game moving, very exciting. Third quarter was quiet, which was weird. Suddenly you hit like this stretch of like teams coming out of the locker room, nothing happening. Eerily quiet. No one scores until the second half of quarter four. In contrast to the previous game where UAB committed three turnovers and lost the game, Duke committed both turnovers. They only committed two, but they committed two. They ended up winning, but one of these turnovers was a scoop and score. So unbelievably like dramatic, and it was a long one. So imagine like UAB's turnover where they're nine yards away, and instead of just not getting a touchdown, they suddenly get scored on, and this game looks even worse. Duke had that exact thing happen. They're getting close to going up big against Georgia State. Suddenly, fumble. 
scoop and score. Gives Georgia State the lead with three minutes, two seconds to go. Suddenly Duke is like looking around like, oh goodness me. They're losing after being close to going up by two scores. Three minutes, two seconds. Plenty of time. Duke gets the ball back. After three plays, they face a fourth and 11. So, fourth and 11 on their own 24. So 76 yards to go, closer to their own goal line than they are to midfield. 11 yards to get the first down. Two minutes, 28 seconds. They have all three timeouts. Duke goes for it. Who goes for it? I don't think I would have gone for it with three timeouts. Maybe props to Duke. Maybe, hey, what are we doing? All three timeouts. 228. 11 yards to go. Closer to your own goal line. Sure, why not? Go for it. 76-yard touchdown. Don't even worry about getting the first down. They go all the way. They take the lead. They take the lead 28-24. That's the final scoreline. We know that's how they win. But my goodness. Big props. Duke should get clapped for that. That's impressive. Georgia State gets the ball back. They drive down to Duke's 39. It's not bad, but they're down four. They don't need a field goal. They need a touchdown. They don't go any further. They turn the ball over on downs. That's the win for Duke. Overall, easily the most exciting game. You look at the score plots up and down for win probability. You're looking at both teams leading early and late. Super exciting. But oh man, Duke, explain yourself why with 11 yards to gain in your own half with over two minutes to go and all three timeouts. Why did you go for it? It worked, but oh buddy, oh buddy. Moving on to the final game in round one, Navy and North Texas. Navy wins this game 24-22. As mentioned earlier, the 22 is a little misleading. It was a clock expiring touchdown with a two-point conversion, so it was really 24-14 until the last play of the game. Excitingly, this is the first time 24-22 happened in season eight. It's happened previously, but this is the first time in season eight, for FBS at least. If there was ever a discouraging start to a game, it was this one for North Texas. Just absolutely uncomfortable. They get the ball to start the game. So they receive the opening kickoff. They turn the ball over. Navy touchdown. They turn the ball over again. Navy turns the ball over on downs, but then North Texas turns the ball over again. So that's three touchdowns in three drives. Navy then scores another touchdown. So partway through the second quarter, Navy is up 14-0. North Texas has turned the ball over three times and is probably just not feeling super comfortable. On the bright side, Navy only went on to score 10 more points. So good on North Texas, but oof, that doesn't feel great. North Texas does grab a touchdown and a turnover, but Navy ends the half with a field goal to make it 17-7. UNT scored good defense, and this included a missed field goal later on. Overall in the second half, they ran out of possessions. They coughed up two more fumbles to go along with their first three in the first quarter. A blocked punts did make things interesting in the end, as UNT was able to take it in and score. Overall, it was just not enough. Navy managed the game well, I think, again. 17 points in the first half is great, only one touchdown in the second. Probably not ideal, and maybe didn't set them up great going into their quarterfinal matchup against Iowa, but they did what they had to. They played really stout defense to get five turnovers. That's unbelievable, I think. Three I think all three of their touchdowns came off of turnovers. Just stifling defense to the point where it's kind of demoralizing for an offense to have to go back out there. After turning the ball over so much, we've seen plenty of people kind of rage about, I can't call a good number on offense or on defense, but in this case, on offense, I can't get anywhere close to where I need to, can't get any momentum going. Navy stifled North Texas for all game. 24-22 does kind of underplay how much of a blowout this was. I think Navy played this really, really well. 
Once they scored a couple of times, it never really felt in doubt. Good for Navy on this. Good luck in the next round. Overall, those are our four round one games. Again, Troy beats Akron 37-30. Ole Miss beats UAB 36-8. Duke beats Georgia State 28-24. And Navy beats North Texas 24-22. Before I sign off on the first episode of the Fake College Football Podcast, I did want to address the feedback and questions we received in our Google form. So I had five submissions. Two or three of them are excited about the fact that we are releasing a podcast. That's super exciting, I know. Hopefully this first episode gives you at least a preview of what may come. They may get a little bit longer. They may sound a little bit better still as I get better at editing and figuring out a good place for both recording and kind of spacing of me to my microphone. Each of the games that I discussed were recorded in separate audio files. They're kind of recorded piecemeal. So that may be why there are slight differences in kind of how they all sound as well as it may be easier for me to talk about each of them as I recorded kind of before work each day. We'll see if I keep doing that because recording a big track makes it actually probably a little bit easier for me to edit because it's just one big thing and I can cut it down and move it around instead of having individual ones and lining them up and then taking a little bit of audio out of one but having to move the next big track. Otherwise, Got people offering to be guests to discuss either their play style or what they like about fake college football. And I did have one question about how guests will be determined for the podcast. So, long and short of it is, I need to figure out how to remote record a separate audio track or multiple audio tracks if I want to have other people on the podcast. There are a few different platforms that you can do this on. Most of them probably cost some sort of money, and I want to figure out a good way to try to do it for free. There may be a Discord bot that I try using or a low-cost alternative put together by the same person who developed a Discord bot for this. Either way, I want to figure that out and maybe test it with a volunteer or something. I'll reach out to someone who wants to. Either way, I don't want to make any promises before we get into having guests on. So right now, I'm not sure if there will be guests. The first few will be me recapping different games in the postseason. FCS, I promise I will talk about your games. I'm not very familiar with FCS right now, but if this is going to be a fake college football podcast, I probably need to talk about both divisions. Easy enough to do, just need to put in the work. Overall, goals for this are talk about kind of as much football as I can, get editing down to something that's relatively easy, and hopefully gets us out weekly. We'll see. I mean, we're going to be working around weekends and kind of juggling everything else that's going on, but that's just kind of the way putting a podcast together works. So people, please keep using the Google form to submit questions, feedback, if you want to give me a little summary of your game, that would be fantastic because I go through and try to look at the games to talk about them. Because looking at a score is fine, but take the Navy-North Texas game. 24-22, that looks like it was a barn burner really close game. Turns out Navy kind of dominated and North Texas got a late touchdown. Very different story than just looking at the score. So please submit stuff to the Google form. I will address it when I can during the episode, 
Otherwise, keep it tuned to the podcast feed. Hopefully, you enjoy this first episode. Everybody have a fantastic day. FBS semifinal starts soon. Enjoy. Enjoy.